Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined by Eric Nalin, publisher of Inside Texas. Boom. Arch Manning commits to Texas on Thursday, June 23rd. Just so happens to be my dad's birthday. He gets nice. a birthday present. One day after your birthday, I think, Eric, right? Yeah, um, Arch Manning, a, a Longhorn, the uh, nephew of, of uh, Peyton Manning and uh, Eli Manning, as well as the grandson of Arch Manning. Uh, Cooper Manning's son, now a Longhorn. Uh, he is joining, he is the number eight recruit in this class for the Longhorns. But most importantly, he's the number one overall uh, rated recruit in the entire country. Uh, highest rated position that, that you can get, most impactful position. And he's a Longhorn. What, what do you have to say about this recruitment? Eric, you were the first one to ever put in an RPM or a prediction or anything at all on Arch. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, we had the by far the best coverage of anybody, any uh, national guys, regional guys in, in other regions, other markets, it doesn't matter. We had by far the, the tenor of this recruitment down for a long time. I spent a lot of time on it. Um, I had some naturally built in uh, understanding of it uh, that, that really helped us out quite a bit. But, uh, you know, it's funny that, you know, Eli almost went to Texas. Cooper almost went to Texas. His sister went to te almost went to Texas. And so I was wondering, man, maybe it's just not not to be, you know, you get down every once in a while and wonder, but, it, but now finally that Manning sort of Texas curse is over. Yeah, um, we've got some film that, that we're going to show of, uh, of uh, Arch uh, here. What does he bring to the table as a player, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, I'm not nearly as familiar as some college coaches I've talked to about him, so I kind of lean on them, but I, obviously I could see what they're talking about. The one thing that stands out is his, his release. I had one college evaluator say he's got the fastest uh, release of any quarterback he's seen, any high school quarterback he's seen. Uh, and when you pair that with accuracy and anticipation, you have the, the potential for a very special uh, player. But if you go watch some of the clips, it's, it's uncanny how much he looks like his uncle. So I think that factors into a lot of the optimism around him. But what's, uh, what's seldom said about him and what I think stands out most to me is how, um, how down to earth he is. He's one of the guys, so that's going to make him a really good teammate, a much respected quarterback. And then another thing that you don't associate with him because probably uh, the background and the polo shirts and the tucked in shorts and khakis and all that is he's really tough. One, one evaluator said he's tough as shit. And so, uh, you know, you, you don't really expect that out of the golden boy from his door Newman. Um, but, and then on top of it, really, he's a, he's a decent athlete and you need that. You need to have at least uh, adequate athleticism to move around in the pocket. There's no point in having good anticipation, that quick release. If you can't buy time. I completely agree. And the other piece of that, that's interesting to me, right. And I'm sure interesting to you as well is he's played multiple sports. He hasn't gone on this, uh, circuit of all the combines and uh, all American games and all of those sorts of things. They, they've kept it pretty close and let him be a normal teenager as normal teenagers go. Right. right. Um, but uh, you know, how, how much of that do you think uh, will help uh, his development overall? It's going to aid him, aid him tremendously. It, it makes him uh, very relatable for each of these guys. He's extremely likable. It's funny, you know, I hear the same things about Arch as I hear about Cooper on visits. And these are from parents that are from all, all walks of life. You know, they couldn't be more different than Cooper in some ways. And uh, everybody just enjoys being around him. I hear great things about the family. And, and you know, the, the real st uh, star, star of the family is Hyde, the younger brother, because he's a character. So they just really have their stuff together. And I think that makes it better in the locker room. That's, it helps you through tougher times when, when you have good relationships with your teammates. It helps you come together. You know, you know being part of a, a, an 85-man team, really a 100-man team, requires togetherness and unity. Uh, that's what uh, Texas has struggled with. It, it aids culture. Texas has had weak culture for, for far too long. So 
um, you know, that's another another asset we have to talk about is um, the the first family of football just signed off on Steve Sarkeesian. Um, I, that's what know, I was gonna I was gonna stuff. ask you that. I mean, so this is my 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 thought process on this, Eric is wow, five and seven, but the relationship he had with both Steve Sarkeesian and AJ Milwee and the faith he had in uh, Sarkeesian as a quarterback developer must yep. be at a level that is beyond what most people would actually grasp. And coming from a family that's had Eli and Peyton and Archie, right. they clearly, clearly value that uh, uh, above a lot of other things. Yeah, they, they're not looking just to win games. Obviously, that's part of it. That's a huge part of it. But they want to win Super Bowls. They want to win the biggest game. And they want Arch to get uh, be as well prepared for the NFL life as soon as possible. And, and Steve Sarkeesian is the guy to do that. That's what his track record says. And when you compare that track record to what, what's gone on at Georgia with all the transfers they've had out, that was a, that was a big data point for me because I understood how they were wired. Uh, and then you just look at the, the fact pattern of quarterbacks. You know, Steve Sarkeesian... You can't sit there and say Texas hasn't had quarterbacks because Steve Sarkeesian wasn't the one selecting them all. You know, they've had they had a long drop between Colt and Sam. That's not Sark's fault. Look what he did at, at all those other stops. And then look what's happened at Georgia. So it was funny to see the arrogance on the Georgia side, uh, more so from the fans than any writers. I'm not saying anything about them, but um, that's not how the Mannings are wired. And uh, if, you, if you didn't understand that, you were lost from the jump on this recruitment. Gotcha. When did you really have a feel, Eric, that this might really turn – Texas's way. I mean, you, you put it in a couple months ago now, right? The RPM. But when were you? I know you you felt like they were heavily involved back in. I, I geez, I think it was before he even made his unofficial visit for the Oklahoma State game a year ago. When did you really? When did the you start hearing the 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 wheels were in motion on this? Uh, as far as in the most recent time, it, it would go in fits and starts for sure. You know, we had him on commitment watch a couple times. Um, had the season gone better, I think he already would have been committed. My my prediction was 75% then. After the official visit this past weekend, um, I put in a I told the readers I'm almost at 90%. And my 90% traditionally is when I think it's a lock. And, and I keep it at 90 because there's got to be 10% because there's no such thing as locks in recruiting. Um, but in the last couple of days since the official visit, I've done a lot of homework. Um, I'll tell you when I really said, okay, this is this is definitely a wrap is last night when I heard um, I heard that they were going to announce on Tuesday and I knew where. And I knew that the shortened timeline was going to favor Texas. I think they sped it up today uh, simply because of uh, the velocity happening with the predictions and stuff. I think it started, uh, you know, a little a little spark was starting to turn into a wildfire. Yeah. And, and Friday, uh, to be fair, Friday, the, he speaks and he probably speaks uh, at the Manning Passing Academy. Right. And it would have been really odd to be going through all those questions and having to take that without a without a a definitive decision prior to sure. it would have just been right. more uh especially if he really knew where he wanted to go beforehand it would yep. have just been more uh circumstantial type stuff that you don't necessarily want uh, a young player to have to go through if they're if they're already if they already know where they want to go yeah correct and this uh what, what kind of bounce are we talking about for the uh, official visit weekend coming up you know if, if he was going to announce on tuesday you don't get quite that same bounce you know, you can sit there and insinuate to the recruits, hey, we're in a great position to arch, but uh, this is an entirely different. Uh, they're going to look at this entirely different. Differently. Boy, Jonte Cook coming in. Uh, Trey Weiser, his teammate at DeSoto, coming in, already committed, of course. Jonah Wilson, wide receiver out of spring. Uh, DeCaney, uh, you know, a number of offensive linemen coming in this weekend. Um, 
do you think that this now puts Texas in a position to compete nationally with a lot of recruits? It's going to help them. They're still going to have to win. They're going to have to have an improved season. You want to get this and couple it with uh, exciting offense and, and, you know, nine or 10 wins at a minimum. Uh, but this will put them in the conversation with those guys if, if the wins come on the field. Um, I think they're going to be very spirited and, and competitive, competitive when it comes to, you know, matching NIL uh, stuff, uh, you know, long-term like we talked about the other day. So that, that kind of uh, aspect is, is uh, you know, removed from, uh, from consideration. Those guys know that they're going to do well. Literally, we're within 10 minutes of when Arch Manning announced his commitment publicly right now, you and I, as we're talking and cutting this video. Um, and my phone, I usually try to keep my phone messages, not my email, but my messages down to zero, just to make sure I'm going through them every day. I'm up to 112 unread messages right now in 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to, between that and Twitter notifications. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, I got, uh, Eric, I, I, look, I think, I think that's enough for his commitment video. We're going to come back yeah. and talk more about this with uh, Jerry. Uh, hopefully, Justin Bale will stop by, by as well as yourself. And we'll have a roundtable uh, where people will be able to maybe ask some questions as well of us and really get into the nuts and bolts further of this recruitment. Uh, sure. But big day, uh, Thursday, uh, June 23rd in Longhorn football. Uh, the first family of football uh, choose uh, Steve Sarkeesian in the Longhorns. Yeah. Arch Manning uh, announces his pledge uh, to the University of Texas. He becomes the eighth commitment on the recruiting campaign. He is the number one ranked player in the country by On3 Sports and virtually every other uh, publication. Uh, for Eric Nalin, I'm Bobby Burton. I hope you've enjoyed these videos of Arch as well as his commitment to the Longhorn.